This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It's Thursday, July 21st. And we are here trying to take the mystery out of your financial life. We're really just trying to answer whatever is going on in your financial life that might be causing you, maybe it's some anxiety, maybe it's just a question, maybe you need another set of ears and eyes on a situation. That is why Mark and I are here. We're both certified financial planners. And that really does mean that we we view the world through a much larger lens when it comes to your finances. I think a lot of people, they, they often will call about a specific question, and then you get that we are going to drill down and ask you all the questions that we ask everybody. So be prepared. Just go along with us, okay? would be very helpful if you did that. And just know that if you're going to come on the program, we'll get all the information. If you choose not to come on the program, if you just want to leave us a note and have us answer that on the air, try to give us a lot of detail because then we can better answer your question, whatever it may be. Okay, good. Fabulous. All right. So first things first, let's get one of you folks on the air. It is Bob who's on the line from South Carolina. Hello, Bob. Welcome to the program. What can we do for you? Good morning, Jill. Um, so uh, I'm calling to kind of run you through some of my financial situation, get some advice. Coming out of or into this version of the pandemic, I had a lot of restless energy and um, that caused me to take stock of our financial situation, uh, mine and my wife's financial situation. Where should I start on all of that? You, why don't you start with number one, how old are you? That's the easy question for today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, 37. My wife will be, uh, 39 this year. Okay. Do you guys have kids? Yeah, we have, um, we have a boy and a girl. Uh, my son, he'll be 13 this year. My daughter, she'll be nine. And right now, are you both working? One of you working? Uh, what's the situation? Yeah, uh, we're both working. Um, she uh, she had taken a little bit of time out of the workplace to help raise the kids. Um, and right when about two years, three years ago, um, she got back in. She had used that time when she was off to uh, get her master's degree. And um, she kind of hit the ground running when she came back to work. So she's killing it now is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, That's she's fabulous. doing amazing stuff. That's great. That's great to hear. I must be must be proud of her and she must be proud of herself. So that's awesome. Right now, how much are each of you earning? Uh, so I make a little over 90,000 a year. She makes uh, 75,000. She salaried for 75,000 plus bonuses, bonuses. She's seen some rapid increase and she's applying for jobs that that make plenty more than that. Her, her ceiling is quite a bit higher than mine. 
Okay. In your current jobs, are either of you entitled to a pension? No, neither of us. Uh, neither of us are uh, qualified for a pension or putting money away for pension. Okay, got it. And you're both using retirement accounts now. Um, yeah, yeah. So I um, I started early uh, with that. As soon as I was able to, I started putting money into my 401k. And even earlier than that, I was putting money away into a Roth. I had a, uh, a high school teacher that left an impression on me, kind of um, explained how all that works, and then. That's so cool. I love that. It's like, I had a coach. No, I had a high school teacher who told me to start saving early and it worked. Yeah. He, he had a way about him where he sort of laughed at the class and said, none of you are going to do it, but it's, it's the best thing you could do. Why did you do it? Uh, It's, it's a little bit of that, a little bit of the challenge and a little bit of my upbringing kind of taught me to value security. And that I saw that as a way to get some security. Great. That's fantastic. Okay. So um, now as we um, look forward in your 401ks, uh, your 401k, or you can do them both together, but how is it all pre-tax right now in your current 401k? Yeah. Yeah. My work doesn't offer a Roth option. So we got um, pre-tax 401k. How much is in there? Uh, so I have 870000 in my uh, uh, in my 401k. A good chunk of that is, uh, is ESOP. In that ESOP, you don't have any control over it. It's just in there when and if they sell the company, the cash will flow in, right? I think that I could convert. Um, I've actually uh, talked with the custodian uh, just asking uh, about whether or not they had a Roth option if they were considering it. And they, they had explained, too, that I can convert pre, um, pre them selling, uh, pre-separation, all that. I could convert. Uh, I could Ooh. basically sell my ESOP if I, if I wanted to. How much money is in your Roth? Um, it is at the beginning of the year, it was about 70,000. So it's less now. All right. Called 50. Um, what about your (laughs) wife? What's her, what's her retirement look like? Yeah. So, um, with the, the big gap in work, she hasn't, she has not put a whole lot away. Um, I want to say she told me she's about 20,000 or a little more in, um, rollover from, uh, previous employment. And we just started her Roth uh, last year, so she got 6000 in that. Okay, that's fine. She's like, we're getting ready to get her cranked up, so I have no fear about this one. Right now, are you both maxing out your retirement contributions on your current income? No, um, we do about 10000 each. And what about for the kids? Any money in, um, I was about to say retirement, uh, in um, college funds for the kids or a 529 plan, anything set aside for them right now? No, I think we do have a 529, but I don't think there's anything uh, in or invested in it. Okay. It's open. Now that your wife is working, has this changed your outlook? Like, has your cash flow just expanded dramatically? It has. That that was the other thing that kind of coupled with that that restless energy I uh, referred to is we had uh, an ability to put a lot more money away than uh, we had prior. Um, So I had had just done the deferring uh, paychecks kind of thing. I'd actually... I had contributed to my Roth until I was in my, basically until we started a family and then that, that tailed off. So we started, I contributed my Roth again, uh, now that we've got the extra income and, um, we've, we decided to start running her, uh, retirement vehicle as well. Okay. And when you say you put $10,000 each into retirement, that's in your 401k or in your 401k and Roth? Uh, just the 401k. Okay. Yeah, and what are you about, putting into the Roth? Uh, 6,000 a year. Oh, so you're doing a lot. This is great. How much is money? What about safety, like boring money in the bank? What do you have? Yeah, we have um, 
we have uh, a little over 10,000 in a savings and our checking account balances. It basically will fluctuate between uh, 10 to 20,000, depending on what time of the month it is. Okay. Do you guys have life insurance? We do. Uh, each of us have a uh, combined life insurance of about 450000 Is it your intention for the kids in terms of college, state school, private school, no school? What do you think is going to happen here? I, I don't know. Um, definitely talking to my son about what he wants to do. Um, he's, he's getting at that age where we kind of start looking at what your options are and all that. And I, when me and my wife talk about it, it's, it's um, basically financing out of our, uh, out of our checking account is, is kind of what the plan would be. Uh, encourage them to um, encourage them to get scholarship current, encourage them to take student loans, kind of understand what it, what it is they're they're buying with an education, um, mm-hmm. but we our intention is not to have them saddled with debt on graduation. Okay, so very good. And what about um, where do you live? Do you have do you rent? Do you own? Uh, we own our house. Um, we have a mortgage that's worth two hundred twenty thousand on it, and um, the beginning of the year it was almost five hundred thousand. I think at this point it's mid five hundreds for what it would go on the open market. And the mortgage, what's the um, interest rate on that mortgage? I think it's 2.7. You got some estate documents? You got a will? You, anything no, like that? No, no. Uh, this Mark, conversation where's the sounder? With- what's the sounder that we need when people say sheepishly, no, I knew you were going to. Is it a wah, wah? Oh, you just want the, you just wanted like a, a real penalty. Style. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Family boy. feud. Um, do you have a benefit at work that has, I've, I've been hearing a lot of larger, I don't know if you work at a big company, but a lot of companies are now making that, um, legal access as part of their benefits. Do you have that? Uh, I can certainly check into it. Um, and with, um, the places that my wife's applying to, I think she probably got better odds of finding it that way. Okay. Um, the, the big hang up for us is, I know, let is me not- guess, who are you going to leave the kids to? Exactly. exactly. I know. Because you like, she has a terrible sibling that she wants to leave it to, and you have a terrible <laughs> sibling that she hates. Something like that? Well, it's it's a little bit of they're out of state and um, a lot of family, and they, they get along great. We all get along great, but it is it's – a, it's a decision we just never settled on. Even at the – you know what? You could make a temporary – choice. In other words, you could have a placeholder. So let's just say you're young, but maybe you have like parents who are nearby for the time being, name the parent, just name the person on a temporary basis that makes the most sense. And then you can always go back and change it. All right. Fair enough. The concept of parents gets into that second topic too. By the oh, way. geez. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, Mark, are you willing to move to South Carolina with Amanda and Theo? Uh, no. Okay, I just thought I would try. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. All right, Mark, have I forgotten anything else? Uh, I don't think so, but I think there's another wrinkle on the uh, plan here. Okay, I'm ready. Give me a wrinkle. Wrinkle me up, Bob. 
Uh, all right. So um, we have since before we had our family, since before um, uh, before the kids came into the picture, uh, my mother in laws lived with us. I'm not even going to react to that because my whole stomach just tightened. <laughs> she's a she's a very sweet lady. How old is she? She is. I believe she's fifty eight. She's fifty eight. She's young. Yes. yes. She healthy. Uh, she has she has uh, health issues. Generally, she's healthy though. She's mobile. Uh, she's able to do work. She collects Social Security disability. Um, mm-hmm. If that kind of answers sort of a vague notion of how how healthy she is. Okay. But um, when you look at her at age 58, is she helping with anything in the house? Like for, yeah, I mean, whatever your kids are in school. So with a 13 year old, a nine year old, but is there anything she does on your behalf? Yeah. Yeah. She does. Uh, she does our laundry. Um, and she does, uh, it's kind of more of her own volition. Uh, some, she likes working outside. Um, so she does some, okay. some yard work. Um, just kind of, I, I think that's kind of more of a hobby, more of a thing to sort of keep her busy. Yeah, um, and I, I, I like it because it keeps her her active and healthy. How much is her SSDI on a monthly basis? A thousand dollars. Of that, is she contributing to the household or not really? No, uh, it was a some of some of the way all of this has played out has taught me some valuable lessons in terms of how I how I approach our children when they mm-hmm. hit a certain age. Mm-hmm. Um, I was young and idealistic and just had this notion if it's not money we don't need, then it's money she could put to better use. Okay. And I don't think that happened. Aha. Uh-huh. So does she have any money in the bank right now? When she got approved for Social Security Disability, she was able to get her back paid from her first application. A uh-huh. good chunk of that is still in there. Uh, I want to say that's in the tens of thousands, okay. but not, not probably. I would doubt it's more than 20000 And when you are on the SSDI, when you go to your full retirement age, does the amount change because you get a larger benefit? I don't know that she would. Her work history okay. is pretty incomplete. Okay. So right now on that $1,000 a month, does she use some of that money to live on? Does she live? Does she just use it all to live on? Is there anything here that we need to, I mean, I don't know, you're trying to capture it or are you just saying, what the hell, who cares? Uh, well, it's a question of is... Is, is there anything that can be done with the amount that can be captured? When I've talked to her about it, it's about 500 is um, is outside of her medical, basically, her medical expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, she does have prescriptions that she needs filled. She has her part that she needs to contribute for uh, for Medicaid or Medicare or whichever. Um, mm-hmm. So about 500 is uh, is not obligated out of that, uh, that monthly. I'm leaning towards maybe there's nothing to do, but I want to be responsive to your desire to actually do something. You know what I mean? So I don't want to be like glib about this. Um, Is she concerned? How does she like, give us a little bit of like, what is she like right now? She kind of just exists to be honest with you. We've, we've asked Mm -hmm. her, uh, I've asked her, my wife has asked her uh, at several points over the last about 15 uh, years. What do you want to do? And we've never, never gotten an answer. It's kind of just a, this basically this. Okay. If she wants to do something, if you want to feel like, okay, let's build up, it doesn't really matter. Okay. So that's number one. Do you want to see if like, just for the heck of it, you say to her, Hey, you know what, mom, at this $500 a month, why don't you put $200 each into the kids 529 plans? Do you think she'd be into that? Or I mean, like, it's really, I don't know how she feels. So it may be, she's like, I only have a thousand dollars a month. Can you just let me enjoy it? 
You know the what I mean? But thing, or does she want to do something? That's the question that I'm trying to figure out. Um, that's been the, the the million dollar question, I guess, is what does she want to do? But for my own sake, I'm not terribly interested in recapturing the the money for anything other than if it could get any independence for. My sense is that it's it's a little bit too late in the game. Um, totally for that. Well, I mean, look, what are you going to do for $500? I don't like, I mean, she could just put it in the bank, which would be fine. She's not going to put money in a retirement account. Um, We don't want to mess with her benefits in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to do too much. Uh, She could just add it to the bank account. But I mean, does she drive? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, To be completely honest with you, I'm not sure. I know she does some kind of, um, she's sort of petty cash purchases. She'll get stuff for the kids every now and then when she takes them out. But no, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, exactly what what she does with that money. Are you happy with her there? Or I mean, I kind of get the sense that maybe you want the situation to come to an end at some point. Yeah, the empty nest part is probably that. That's the one where it's uh, a race I between don't. retirement and his mother in law's death. It's sort of like the <laughs> that uh, isn't that terrible to say. I'm really I but can be awful, but it is sort of the truth, right? Sure. I mean, look, I don't think you're going to, I think it's about as good as it's going to get right now. Is there a possibility that you put her in her an apartment on her own? I don't see that happening. She's living with you right now and she's 58 years old or whatever. I just don't see that that's, I don't see how that changes. Does she have a separate entrance in your home? Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, when we moved out here, um, we've got a, um, a walkout basement. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a, it's about 75% finished basement. There's some, uh, around the garage, um, uh, foundation. There's some that we use for storage, but yeah, the rest of it's finished. And so she has, she has somewhat of an apartment down there. Um, I mean, that was, I just don't know what to say about this because in some respects, like, I just, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, if you're look, okay, how old are we? We're 30. So you're 37 is ideal that we, you know, you sort of think about, okay, let's hope that we can both work till we're in our 60s, right? In our early 60s. Is it possible that she stays with you that whole time? Sure. How is she going to live on her own? I don't know. I don't know if that happens. So I don't want to set you up on a game plan to try to make that happen because I'm not sure it will happen. So why plan for it? I don't know, Mark, do you see it a different way? Well, have you talked to her? I mean, do you get the sense that that's something she would like to do? Yeah. Every time, every time I ask uh, her, like, would she like to live somewhere else? It's it's basically usually met with a shrug. I don't know. Is there a sibling? Is there a, is your wife have siblings? Where or is she the one that makes the most sense? Yeah, she's the only child. How did your wife feel? Is she is she in the same boat as you or different? Yeah, she's she is. Um, uh, she definitely does not love the fact that she has lived most of her adult life with her mom. I mean, um, what daughter? I, you got to love your mother a lot to make that work, and you could love her as much as anything, and it's still like. Get out of my space. Yeah. Tough because she's only, it's not like she's 79. Exactly. Right. You know, it's like, I don't know what to say about this. Yeah. I mean, it would be great if she could bank some money. I don't think like all you need to understand is that you're kind of stuck with her right now and that sucks. So I guess that it means that, I mean, it's sort of like a beautiful thing, a gift that you're giving her. It would be nice if she were a little more enthusiastic and, and does she appreciate the fact that you've done this? Uh, I think if I was to push her to it, she probably would. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. This is a bad movie right now. Okay. So we need to do our own attitude adjustment around this. That's what I'm going to say. Mom is mom. She's doing her thing. 
It's already happened. This I wouldn't even say this is like enabling. It's like she didn't have a choice. You're going to throw her out on the street? Not happening. She's living with you. You make it as, as comfortable as possible. You try to build up her bank account a little bit because she could use, she might need some money to do other stuff. I feel like mostly we've got um, our retirement trajectory right. Yeah, it's great. Um, so- it's totally great. You're on the right track. Absolutely. I mean, you're putting 10 grand each into uh, your retirement accounts, another six grand each into Roth. It's fantastic. You've got your life insurance. You've got your emergency reserve. I could, I wouldn't mind you guys building up your emergency reserve a little bit more now knowing that you have a 58-year-old who doesn't have a lot of money. So I wouldn't mind you guys having a little extra money floating in there. Can I okay? ask your opinion on something? Yes. It's a, it's a financial one and it... Um, so I, my instinct is to sock a lot more money away, um, but it's there is there's a tendency, especially when you know we've got uh, a family and we have uh, the trips that we want to do or mm. stuff around the house that we want to do. Um, if that money's sitting in the bank, is why it's why we haven't gotten to a six month reserve. I have told myself that my Roth contributions are there in an emergency if I need them. I is mean, that- yes, but no. So yes, of course. I mean, I'll give you two two bailouts for yourself. Sure, you could grab that if you needed to. And also, by the way, you could get a home equity line of credit and grab that if you needed to. Just to have it. Don't take it. Don't pull it down. But you could establish a home equity line of credit on your home, right? And you could say, I have a $100,000 line. If anything, God forbid, happened, I could pull from that. And that's also an emergency reserve. But an emergency reserve is usually money in the bank. So yes, you could get money elsewhere. You could even take a loan against your retirement account. But I, I'd rather you build up the emergency reserve fund, actually. Okay. Now, Mark, should they should he convert some of this 401k that is pre-tax, the ESOP 401k, 870 grand? Should he convert some of that into um, Roth right now or what? And use what to pay the tax bill? That's the problem. This is exactly the conversation me and the wife had was because it, it does seem like a good time to do it. My um, my non yeah, is down. Yeah. And his, and her income is only going to rise. Yeah. But I don't well, want you to drain the money. I was going to say we have a concept of what the tax bill would likely be with our projected income. So there's even this idea that maybe if we maxed out our tax bracket, we'd know. But then it sits back to that other the thing we just talked about is should that money go into savings instead of taxes? I think so. I think it should. Truly. Now, next year, you might have another shot at it. You know, if she kicks ass, okay, and you say to me, it's six months from now, it's 2023, and now let's pretend that you're making your 90, and all of a sudden, your wife's making 130, and now you have uh, more cash flow, and you're building up your accounts, and things look good. You can revisit this. This is not a, uh, you know, oh my God, I have to do this for this second. I know that the, the value of the plan is lower now, but it's too risky just to drain all the money out of your emergency reserve fund. I can't, I cannot get on board with that right now. I'm sure it would be fine, by the way. I mean, so here's like, let me just give you the disclaimer. It is highly unlikely you'd run into a problem, except if you ran into a problem, I'd feel horrible. Sure. So that's where I stand. Mark, do you have a differing opinion? No, I wouldn't do it. No Roth options at work? No. Yeah. The custodian, yeah, doesn't offer any kind of Roth option. No, maybe your wife will have one. Yeah, I was just going to say, maybe in the next, I, I'm thinking next job for wife where she's making a lot more money, maybe she'll have a Roth option. You can use that. Life will be good. 
You have to stay in touch with us. We got to find out about this mother-in-law. You know what we need to do? We got to find that mother-in-law boyfriend. Yeah, the neighbors have uh, the neighbors have suggested the same sort of thing, and she is she's available. This is what I could say about her. You know, she doesn't have a lot of money, but she does have current income. You know, she does I have mean, that $1,000 a month coming in. Very nice children. That's a good selling point. This is a rough story, Bob. Jeez, Louise. All right. Stay in touch with us. Let us know if things change, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. Y'all take care. You too. All right. If you've got a complicated family situation, we'd love those. Those are among our favorites. This is a tough one though, Mark. I, I feel bad for Bob. I feel bad for his wife. I feel bad for the mother. I just think like these situations occur and it's like you never can feel like you never can get out. And maybe in his case, he can't, but I'd rather know that now and plan for it and not hope for something that's just not going to occur. If you have a question that is financial in nature and it's complicated and thorny and emotional, we love those the most, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and Mark will do the rest. He'll get you on the show. It's very easy to do. While you're there, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Check out all the other great content that lives on the website. Other podcasts, a radio show, my TV hits, all that is right there. Okay. Mark Talercio is the co-host and the executive producer of the program. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. It's going to make that person feel better and it will make you feel better. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.